BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Hope you guys are having a fabulous day, a fabulous week. I hope you guys had a good long weekend and are ready for a podcast episode. We have my four best friends from Dallas, from home, Dallas is home. Also, actually, we all are from the same hometown. Most of us have known each other most of our lives. We'll get into that when the episode starts. I don't know how to say that one. It's like so many people, you know? Anyways, you guys have been requesting that I bring on, in quotes, normal people. And by that, you mean people who have like nine to five jobs and don't put their entire lives on the internet because that is truly a weird thing to do. So I got the memo. I'm bringing my best friends on the show. We are talking college. We're talking boys, talking post-grad. Oh, college doesn't need to be the best years of your life like surviving post-grad, meeting guys, meeting new friends. Like we're really going everywhere. I think you guys are really going to like it. We recently went to New York. They actually all four came to New York for my live show. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode last week with Margot. We have a lot of uh, New York vlogs too, to be exact, on my YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash Kenzie Elizabeth. The last thing I wanted to say before we get into this episode is that the proceeds for this week. If you go on my Instagram, all I'm recording this super in advance, but if you go on my Instagram, all the information is there. I'm donating 100% of the profits from a certain time frame that will be on my Instagram. I don't want to get it wrong because I don't have it like finalized yet. But today, definitely, I'm donating 100% of my profits of the Breadwinning Housewife Summer Collection to fun Texas Choice. So that's the koozies. That's the spirit jerseys, the Sophie shorts, the shot glasses, and the blanket. We have all those up right now. So if you buy any of those this week, again, the time frame will be in the show notes and then also on my Instagram. 100% of my profits will be donated to Fun Texas Choice, which is a Dallas-based nonprofit assisting Texas residents with lodging and transportation expenses to abortion clinics in and out of state. So all of that will be on Instagram. If you guys want to support, be sure to pick something up. The Ryan set is now out with the O kind. I think that's all, all I have to update you guys on. I'm going to shut up now. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Without further ado, let's welcome all of my friends on. Hi, guys. 
Hi, Kenzie. Okay. Hi, I know I said don't talk over each other, but I didn't mean like don't talk. <laughs> okay. talks. It's just Kenzie. <laughs> you go first. Kenzie's the whole podcast. Everyone like raises their hand and I call him. <laughs> I'm like, Presley, your turn. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Piper. <laughs> okay, so let's do a little round table. Quick intro, where you went to college and then like probably where we met. Not to make it about me, but to give context. <laughs> but like to make it about me, you know? Oh my gosh. My name is Lauren. Mm-hmm. We met Technically, when we were like 16, but it was just at a birthday dinner. We didn't really talk. And then yeah. I moved to Dallas and we started hanging out. Like what? Like November. So like six months ago. Yeah. But well, that was more than six months ago. But we just had our <laughs> half year anniversary. Yeah. And we forgot <laughs> to celebrate. But we went from like zero to 100. And yeah. we went from not spending any time together to spending every waking second together and talking all the time. So Yeah. If I haven't heard from you by like 5 p.m., I'm like, she's really busy today. Yeah. You like try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she must be busy. Yeah. And we had like mutual friends growing up. Yeah. And I went to Oklahoma. Yeah. Hated it, but I mean, I loved it. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. I know. <laughs> well, I'm what sorry. was your first school? Oh, TCU. Oh, we have to say if we transfer? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll how many times exactly? <laughs> is there a limit? We got to do the whole journey. Tess, you know what's so crazy? I was thinking about how, like, if you didn't know that you went to tech, you would think you went to TCU. Oh, and when no, I was posting yeah. photos of us in, what, like, sixth grade the other day for your birthday, you're wearing a fucking TCU t shirt oh, even yeah. then. So, yeah. I think I have changed. more TCU stuff than I have tech stuff. Wow. Okay, <laughs> intro. But tech is more my personality. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I get that. <laughs> I'm Tess. I met Kinsey in fourth grade. I don't know, like, what per se, but you just lived in my neighborhood growing up. So it was yeah. inevitable. Tess yeah. is the crazy one. If you ever see the wild TikToks, it's Tess. She really honestly keeps Got some me great on. stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most of which we can't. Like, we literally can't tell them <laughs> on the podcast because there's going to be like a cease and assist. So honestly, go to TikTok for that. All right, she Presley, you're up. Yay. Okay, I'm Presley. I went to SMU here in Dallas. I originally went to Arkansas because my high school grades weren't good enough to get into SMU <laughs> the first round. But it's okay. We made it. And I've known Kenzie since second grade. No, fourth. Because I moved in oh, fourth. You moved in second. Just kidding. I made yeah. that up. So I've known Kenzie since fourth fourth grade. We're really good friends, I promise. (laughs) Yeah, we have matching tattoos. We'll get to that shortly. All right, Taryn, are you ready? Last but not least, I'm Taryn. I met Kenzie in eighth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. Volleyball, yes. I went to the University of Oklahoma and I loved it. I'm like, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) It was not the school, to be clear. (laughs) It's so crazy. You guys had totally opposite. I saw her on the party bus like senior year and I was like, I don't think she knows me, but I know her. No, Lauren came up to me and was like, at your live show I was like hey like by the way like I remember that party bus I'm like no I remember it as well (laughs) well what's funny is that you guys have both like when I think I when I started hanging out with you you guys both brought that story up to me separately and both felt the exact same way I just felt so uncomfortable (laughs) and I felt like I needed to come clean yeah to like clear things up guys everyone listening we're all from the same hometown but we went to different schools so I went to school with everyone but Lauren at one point and Taryn and I ended up going to like separate schools so that's how they wouldn't know so anyways, we just went to New York last weekend. It was incredible. Actually, what was everyone's favorite part of the trip? I have mine. When Taryn found a hair in her bagel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was already nauseous and that happened. I had to just walk oh, away. No, I had like, to walk really? away. I was like, Mm-mm. Tess does this thing where she gets violently hungover. <laughs> And then she doesn't shut up because that's the only way she's going to feel better. <laughs> so she will literally talk for like seven hours straight while everyone is just dying. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she just flips a switch and she's totally fine. And everyone else is dying and exhausted mm. because she's been on one all day. 
It's unbelievable. I've never it, seen someone push through like you. Yeah, you were it's, literally it's crying a, all morning. Yeah, and crying not and on purpose. It was just my body's reaction. I mean, flip the switch is extreme. Three throw up. Like, yeah, couple <laughs> meals. You know. It's like yeah. migraine. Throw up. Feel better. <laughs> Dance party. Back to a migraine. Throwing up a little bit more, and then it's just. My favorite part was the matching <laughs> tattoos, but specifically when we get to the match, and we'll tell that story in a second. Was. Presley showing everyone her other tattoo. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what's worse about my tattoo. The fact that it's literally on my body forever. <laughs> the one that actually stays on your body. Yeah. Or, Presley. or mm-hmm. that I paid $130 for this finger tattoo that is now At least you still have it. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. You were the lone survivor. I was. Yeah. So, I think it's because he liked me the best. Yeah, he definitely put a little <laughs> more ink in there. You're also the only one he used aqua for, to be fair. But we got matching tattoos when we were in New York. Everyone besides Taryn, because Taryn doesn't have tattoos. Not because she doesn't like us. I swear. Yeah, she promises. <laughs> but we went in and got tattoos. And normally, okay, like first off, we got finger tattoos. So that's annoying. And we got small tattoos. So like to a random tattoo artist. He hated that, us. He hates he us. That's annoying. the worst thing ever. And I will say, I know that most shops have a minimum. When I was in LA and I got my first finger tattoo, the minimum was also 100. The only reason I knew this was embarrassing is because I paid 100 plus tip for my star tattoo on my finger and everyone flamed us. So then we went back to New York. We decided to get matching tattoos, red hearts on our fingers. And then what? We got those a little over a week ago. We'll post <laughs> photos of updates, guys. Not They've all wiped off. <laughs> it's been pretty bad. They were actually semi-permanent. He just didn't tell like, yeah, so really. He goes, they y'all are going to want this later. <laughs> Guys, I I want to get mine touched up. So yeah, honestly, I I do. you know what? It's honestly kind of a blessing in disguise because I kind of wish I got on the other side of my finger. And the way this is going, it's looking like I'm going to get that chance. <laughs> yeah, next week it's going to be completely gone. How many times can you get a second chance at a tattoo? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's so true. We're so lucky. Yeah, we're so lucky. Honestly, it was a sign from God. <laughs> I have another favorite part, actually, was every story that Tess just decided to remember. Yeah, where did those come from? Her well, the thing is, ball. when it happens, I'm like, okay, this is just like part of relationships. This is just what happens with boys. Like, and I just keep them to myself because it's like, no one's going to want to hear about this. Can we tell and the then, toenail story or no? <laughs> it's already on TikTok. <laughs> and then I start like letting little stories slip and then I see their reactions. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, that's little not Little stories? Are you kidding? <laughs> Tess, I, you get yourself in the wildest situations I have ever heard of in my life. And it's not just like a one-time thing, not a two-time. We're oh, like several. Oh, several. Like yeah. I'm not convinced you've ever been in a normal relationship. Never. I, I don't th- think I thought heard. about that after this castle <laughs> and I was like, every single guy, there's just been something. And I was like, it was a tech thing. Like it was just Lubbock. The environment is just bad. <laughs> yeah. And then I moved to Dallas and I'm like, how disappointing. <laughs> it followed you. I'm like, there's an underlying factor here. <laughs> What's that quote? Like wherever you go, there you are. The point is that, like, <laughs> you're the issue. Underlying things there. Got to work it out. But for time being, it's fun. Tess, it's I'm going to be honest. With the most recent things, I'm not, you're not at fault to me. So. Thank you. You need to you're write welcome. a book. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you really you should write a book. You would be a number one bestseller. <laughs> Honestly, Tess, Tess's we tales. should do an episode <laughs> just you. And we can not t- we can tell the audience and someone else and do a voice changer. And you can just go through the stories. Because it's better than, like, Call her daddy. Like, not even in, like, a raunchy way. Like, not that. Just, like, the craziest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. Genuinely over and over. <laughs> and over again. Yeah, so they're like, I'm 25. Like, how how crazy is this going to get? And then another man walks in my life. And I'm like, ah. 
Here it goes. <laughs> if you're a new listener to the show, you might not know that I have two pups. One, his name is Fitz, named after President Fitz from Scandal. He is a almost 70 pound golden doodle. The other one named Coconut, named after the American Girl Doll dog. She's seven years old and she is a Morky in seven pounds. They're very opposite. I obviously got Coconut first and she was pretty easy not super sensitive with food. So when I got Fitz two years ago and he ended up becoming so sensitive with food, I hadn't dealt yet with the consequences of that, if you know what I'm saying, okay? And that is why I love Sundays for dogs, okay? I trust them with my dogs. I trust the food. I feel comfortable giving my dogs this food specifically Fitz again. It's also incredible because Sundays was actually founded by a vet who wanted to find the best food for her dog. Sunday's food is made with only whole, all-natural ingredients and zero synthetic or artificial ingredients. It's fresh nutrition that's just as easy to feed as kibble. Dogs love Sundays because it's an air-dried jerky that tastes and feels like a treat. Sunday's food is also 40% less expensive than most brands at just $2 a day. And let me tell you, dog food, especially good dog food, can get so pricey. Oh my God. Another thing that's awesome is that the dogs love it so much they eat it immediately, which makes my job easier as far as feeding them, taking them out, keeping them on a schedule. It's just incredible. Also, better nutrition, which is, like you know, a given. You guys can use code I love you at checkout for 35% off your first purchase plus free shipping and a 100% money back guarantee. Visit sundaysfordogs.com slash I love you. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. What was your favorite thing of the New York trip? Obviously, okay, besides my live be, show, guys. I was going to say, not to be a kiss. <laughs> yeah. I think the live show oh, was really? so fun. Yeah, yes. no, Tara, no, you're that my was favorite really now. Yeah, thank you. And I think to end it, we had a four-course oh. meal afterwards. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal oh, meal. And Thanks to Margo. No, yeah, that, thank you, Margo. No, thank you, Margo. Now, Press and I in our Uber home, <laughs> we're like, why are we still hungry? We get a hot dog at midnight after a four-course meal. And then we saw a rat. And then we saw a rat. But I think the live show really was my favorite part. It was so fun. I mean, the wine, too, was great being served during the show. It was just a really cool experience, I think, overall. I thought you were talking about the wine at the restaurant after. Because he was like, we have red or white. And I was like, okay, what kind of red? And he was like, it's red. And I was like, no shit. And then, Lauren, that's the difference between me and you. I would never ask that because I have no idea. I I know. I was like, Sure. Just yeah. taking the salad so, tongs. What are you talking the about? Cheese. Oh, yeah. How did I miss that one? <laughs> it's good that you put us at the end. That was also <laughs> a personal. So I, yeah, I had a lot, but it was all that night. Meanwhile, I'm like, guys, I'm so excited for you to be all of my friends in New York. Oh my god! She's like, y'all stay. She's like, y'all stay on that end. I sat in the middle to just make Thank sure. Goodness. It was so fun. Actually, yeah. the live show was my favorite part. Yeah, the live show was. Okay, we're going to talk a lot about college and then a lot about post-grad life. We'll start with college, just like chronological order. And I think it's important. I've actually been wanting us to talk about this for a while because not that you guys didn't. I'm just speaking for myself and Lauren. It is okay if you did, if you hated college. I, okay, like I, and I will say, 
I think I have no one to blame besides myself. I think it was the choice of where I went, even though mm-hmm. I liked it at the time, parts of it. I don't know. I just didn't have the best college experience ever. And I actually get so many messages from girls being like, I feel like it sucks. Everyone talks about college. It's the greatest thing. They have like all these friends from it. They have, which is an incredible experience. And that for the most part was not my experience. Oh, 100%. Do you want to speak on your college experience? <laughs> well, like freshman year, I was just in a horrible relationship. And so yeah. I was like, you know what? I hate this school. So I moved. Mm-hmm. And then I just, once I got to OU, I was like, oh no, it's 100% me. Like I <laughs> don't know like who I turned into, but I did not recognize myself. I did not like talking to people. Anytime I went to a Which bar, I would, yeah, no, I was like, I, if somebody comes up and talks to me, like I genuinely don't know what to say to them. Which is so weird because you were like a social butterfly. Yeah, I really could not. Like, I did not know who I was. So it was just like mental breakdown after mental breakdown. Like, I should be having the time of my life. And I actually don't know who I am right now. Do you think it was worse because of the added pressure to feel like you had to have yes. the time of your life? Yeah. Because everybody around me is having so much fun. I mean, Taryn, you're writing. <laughs> she's <laughs> watching Taryn in the distance. Like, yeah, literally. <laughs> like a SpongeBob meme. Where he's, yeah, she's taking she's off on the party bus. Okay, also, in my defense, it was not rainbows and butterflies at first. But I oh, had an yeah. advantage because I went with my best friend from high school. So I automatically had a friend, you know, like a friend to like rely on. And then, you know, joining a sorority and all that obviously helped. But like, no, I I love school. Yeah, (laughs) I did. I did live with Allie. Without Allie, I don't know. I probably would have dropped out. Yeah, but I think also it was helpful that you went freshman year and then you rushed. Like I never had. Like, yeah, yeah, I think that definitely is a factor too. Like I was very like, I was like, didn't start off like loving it. But then like after semester one, I was like, okay, I'm good. But the first semester sucked. What's mm-hmm. your advice to a freshman who's not loving school? I think you should stick it out at least the first semester. My mom told me the first year before like making a decision, but just like joining and doing as many things as you can to like meet as many people. Because like for me, I relied on Ashlyn obviously a lot because the two of us were so close. But then we met a girl down the hall that was in our sorority that we started, you know, you just slowly start meeting people through that. But I think just stick it out the first semester, a year. And if you're still not happy, then obviously make the jump. But like, you got to wait, I think, a semester. And to be fair, I don't remember anyone loving freshman year. Like, no. That was advice yeah, that I was given to my worst. Yeah. When I started school, I remember they had like a panel and this girl was like, I hated freshman year. The next girl came in. She's like, I hated freshman year. Yeah. But like time and time Did again, they were like, it? stay through the second year. And yeah. then after year two is kind of when things start picking up, which I was like, that, like, I don't want to wait that long. It's just so new. Like for me, I was, I'm a homebody. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like being away from my parents or the things that I know. Then that becomes like your home. So you get mm-hmm. used to it and you adjust. But that was the thing about TCU too. Because I was like, oh, I hated today. It was a Wednesday. I would go home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah. 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 I hated it. Yeah. yeah when I, I would have gone to Billy Bob's. <laughs> That's what I would yourself? When I first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just alone on that bowl. Like. <laughs> but I remember when I chose Lubbock, I was like, it's five hours away. I'm never going to see my parents. Like. <laughs> McKinney sucks. Like, I never want to go home. You and then lived I'm with s- a girl from McKinney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was an issue within itself. But <laughs> I just remember, like, five hours sounded perfect. And then, like, year two, I'm like, That's yeah. how I be was real too. nice to go back home this weekend. Yeah. I, flew, I literally flew home from Arkansas my freshman year every single weekend. I'm, that's, honestly, that's not surprising. You flew home? How long is yes. the drive? Of course you um, flew. Like, you five kidding? hours. She's okay, yeah. No. Yeah. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> the planes on a five-hour flight are basically a pizza. So it was like a it was like a yeah. forty-five minute hour flight. So I was like, like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, they don't even my mom and dad at the airport with Starbucks because I hated Arkansas so much. Yeah. And it's okay because Arkansas, it's really interesting. And McKinney, 
a lot of people end up going to the same schools. So we call them the 13th grade. <laughs> a lot of people from our high school go to the same schools, which are like big football schools. So I went to Arkansas with a bunch of like my best friends from high school and I thought I was going to love it. So I was like, oh my God, all my closest friends are here. Like I am already like in a circle. No, it wasn't the case at all. Like I was so miserable. I felt like I was just like in like the same circle and I wasn't like expanding myself. So it was like kind of isolating and not like allowing myself to meet other people. And so I always wanted to go to SMU and I was like, well, I don't really have the grades. So I like I worked my ass off at Arkansas, which is crazy because if anyone knows me from high school, <laughs> I did not. See you. Uh, yeah, I yeah. was um, a guest appearance. Once, <laughs> yeah. Once right. When you got the truancy. Yeah. 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 And I had horrible <laughs> attendance all growing up. Oh, I was yeah. right there with horrible. <laughs> and keep in mind, Taryn and I are complete opposites in school. I, I was a good student. And I was involved, but Taryn actually showed up. That's the difference Every between day. me and her. Every single day. And we both had A's, but yeah. I was there. Wait, <laughs> you there. I was, yeah. And this Taryn's like there, best friends with all the teachers. Yeah. And, like, and I'm there. I'm like only, I was class president to like get away with murder. And I yeah. didn't go. Like we were so opposite. And Taryn be like, how are you? How are you doing that? Like, are your parents okay with that? And I'm like, I mean, no, whatever. Like, whatever they don't <laughs> totally. know. You know? Yeah, they're totally cool with it. Yeah. yeah, I remember I didn't see you for years yeah. in college. I think I saw you like, your senior year of college mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh what's new and she's like I'm studying for what was it biology yeah I oh, majored in biology blew my mind <laughs> I, my yeah. jaw dropped I was like you almost got failed out of high school for not even showing up mm -hmm. and now you're we love an underdog story baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's really beautiful yeah. Presley and I switched roles yeah I, we did Lauren yeah. was like the a student I like student council you were still really funny though so it's okay. oh thanks so much <laughs> yeah was your humor no the week before graduating college when we were getting our caps and gowns or whatever yeah. and he was handing them to me he's like do you need the like honor roll whatever and I was like dude I don't even know if I'm gonna get to wear this like <laughs> I don't know when I'm graduating <laughs> I did yeah. I mean I did I, like, Kinsey, you know. I don't even think you know this story senior year gradu graduation is like two weeks from now I'm like kind of you know getting crazy at the end of high school yeah i'm like leaving pals early sneaking out of school uh -huh. rudy oh no oh, I love chases that me out of school and i get you called to the principal's office sobbing yeah <laughs> mr bennett's like you may not graduate like blah. Oh, and i'm oh like God. i'm full sobbing i'm like my mom is gonna kill me <laughs> because you were leaving pals early because i was like ditching class yeah he yeah. like caught me leaving the the oh, like on, the golf cart. on the golf cart. That surprises me. Rudy and I were pals. Oh, he hated me. He was and not that like, was my first offense. He was he not that amazing. <laughs> and also, I graduated a year early and moved out to LA early and started college early. So I was never, like, Taryn was goody two-shoes throughout high school before. And I, we were at the parties and Taryn still wasn't there. Like, I had moved by the time she was here. So the fact that she even cut class once, probably, once. and got no, caught. Never did it again. <laughs> my first, yeah. Yeah. My my first, first offense. offense with Rudy and I'm in jail, basically. <laughs> We have already covered the fact that I have essentially Gwyneth Paltrow for a mom. I didn't grow up like this. She wasn't like this when I was younger. It happened when I turned about maybe 20. I don't know. She got super, you know, healthy, if you will. And she would always tell me, Kenzie, you need to be taking a probiotic. I knew that I needed to be doing that. I didn't really know why. I didn't, I didn't really get it, okay? And then I started taking seed. And I felt so good about myself because I was making my mom proud and taking care of myself, all right? So it turns out everything you think you know about probiotics might be wrong. Like I knew that the probiotic tortilla chips probably were too good to be true. But the good news is Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic is the real deal. 
Not all probiotics are created equal. You need to make sure you are taking a good one. And that is why we're talking about seed. So what is the daily symbiotic? A broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. Capsule and capsule protects against stomach acid, digestion, enzymes, and bile salts for viability through digestion. So what does this mean? The live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon. So if you've taken a probiotic before and it never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't even surviving to your GI tract. See, it is designed differently and that is why it works. So the daily symbiotic supports benefits in and beyond the gut. Yes, seed will support the ease of bloating, healthy regularity, and ease of evacuation, if you know what I mean. But it will also support your gut barrier, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. I was shocked to notice the skin health difference when I started taking it. It was incredible. Many see improvements in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which can include bowel movement regularity and ease of bloating. So start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash I love you and use code I love you to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. That is seed.com slash I love you and use code I love you. Tess, how did you like your college experience? I had a boyfriend freshman year and it was just very like boring and I got jealous of like everyone having like the time of their lives. So when that was over, I definitely... <laughs> yeah yeah went the complete 180 and from then on it was like the time of my life met great people had great experiences like I feel people take college very seriously sometimes and they like you said like they think you have to have like the time of your life meet the best people ever and like they force it too much but like you gotta let whatever happens happen sometimes and that's what it was because like freshmen set the bar so low so yeah. I was like, yeah, it's only up from here. That's also true. <laughs> and so I was like in my saying yes to everything mo- mode where it was like, you want to do this on a Monday night? I'm there. You want to do that at 3 a.m.? I'm there. So you still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if that's a college thing for you. That's just have, like your philosophy. Things yeah. have not slowed down. Yeah, at all. You I just wish. Have a job now. But yeah, I mean, I Lock do have week. work tests and then out of work tests. You're a really put together shit show. <laughs> yeah that's actually yeah. thank you that's, that's so a very true. nice way of putting it but yeah I think it's just like you have to say yes to everything like you can't be scared to do anything that is good advice for the most yeah. part are we anti going into college with boyfriends yep. I was yes. 1,000% yep. I was literally just about to say I wish I was in Tessa's position because all throughout college I had a boyfriend so I never had that phase in college where that's like it's okay to say yes and let's go do this let's go do this like mm-hmm. let's hang out with your friends more I was never I never did that and I look back at that and I'm like Damn. I think it depends on the relationship. That's that's also true. Like Allie and Tyler. That's true. But they are literally like one in a million. One in a million. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you would have told 18-year-old me to break up with my boyfriend at the time, I I would have slapped you across the face. Same. But it's one of those things where you… It's like, oh, well, it worked for them, but they're the exception, not the rule. Yeah, right. so yeah, you yeah, ha- yeah. And you have to always treat yourself as you're the rule, not that you're not special, yeah. but just like, just Let's treat yourself as And you're every not relationship yeah. is nobody's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think once you break up, like actually breaking up. And it's yeah. hard too. You guys, yeah. Like, <laughs> once you pick it, it that takes, special it takes yeah. a while. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it takes a few tries. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm it like, takes a few rounds around the block. Yeah. <laughs> most high school couples are like, I know you shouldn't go into college with a boyfriend because that's what your parents are telling you. Like, you know, whatever. So you break up. Yeah. That's my yeah. situation. And I had a really great relationship in high school. 
But then it's like, okay, we ended for a reason. Why am I dragging this out and like making this, you know, more than it really is? And it's like, you're spending the next four years worrying about the last four years. So it's oh, like, you got to yeah. be done like when you're done, you know? You need a clean break. Yeah. It's oh, so yeah. hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Eight year situationship. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> you think? Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Damn right. I'm like, all of you guys are like agreeing with this a little bit. Too much, you know? <laughs> we're like high-fiving each other under the table <laughs> okay what do you think was the hardest part graduating like transitioning into being an adult post-grad let's take pandemic out of the equation just do like typical keep in mind guys we graduated 2020 so like graduated in the pandemic just like typical post-grad life what has been the most difficult part personally I think like having life not I mean work not take over your whole life and it be like your entire personality and everything you worry about like my biggest struggle when I first started was like when five o'clock hits you need to stop worrying about work you can't let work take over every single night every evening every weekend because it's like personally we're all single so it's like what? I said, woo. <laughs> Again, pressing the support. Little <laughs> yeah, so it's like, we're so fun. We want to do stuff. Like, we have lives outside of work. So I think, like, finding a work-life balance was my biggest struggle. Personally, it's like, I still like to have fun with my friends, but also, like, still try to be a professional bitch sometimes, you know? Yeah. yeah. My biggest struggle is I am in a completely different career path now than I was when I was in college. So I graduated with my major in biology, wanted to do pre-med or like pre-PA school. I ended up working in the hospital for the past like year and a half. And I was like, this is not for me. Like I could not imagine if I applied to school and I was in school right now. And I ended up hating it because I didn't have that working experience. And I was like, I just wasted all that money. And now like, what else am I supposed to do? Because I just got like my master's or whatever. And I'm like, I'm literally stuck in this career path. So I'm so thankful that like I actually worked in the career that like I was considering after graduating. And now I know, you know, which it was so scary at the time because I was in such a panic because I was like, literally, what am I supposed to do? Like I spent all this money in my undergrad doing like science and like I've never experienced or like tried anything else. But now I'm just like, I'm just so much happier. Like I get to hang out with you guys like so much more. And like, I'm just like in such a better headspace where I'm like, I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I'm happy. So Yeah. Okay. Actually, I want to stop there because I wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. First off, I'm so happy that you actually did that because that's so, so scary. scary. It was, I'm so proud of yeah, you. Yeah. I know. I'm imagine so proud like of you? having that conversation with your parents no. too. Like, thank that's God. That's what I want to talk about. Like, how did you make the jump to yeah. take, because we had been talking about it and like coming up with plans and like, being like mm-hmm. oh, you should do this. But how did you actually like make that jump? Yeah. So luckily my parents are crazy supportive. Like I am so thankful for my parents because if I did not have supportive parents and I would probably still be miserable and working in that hospital position. But my parents, I would always go home like after my 12 hour shifts and I was miserable, like literally sobbing, like having panic attacks. I was like, I cannot go back to work. I worked in the trauma ICU, which was like my my like ending point, which I'm so thankful for everyone who works there because they're amazing. Kudos to them. So my parents like actually saw me go through that process of like being so miserable to the point where like they were like, you know what, you need to do what makes you happy. And yeah, so I'm just so thankful for that. And I I, w- I was so scared because I was like, well, if I quit my job right now, I'm not going to have an income and I'm living in Dallas right now and I pay for rent my own. So I'm like, well, I can either quit my job and be out of a job and just like hope for the best or I can keep working until I get a new job like like in the works. And that's what I ended up doing. So I told my parents, you know, I got a new job. I'm going to put my two weeks in. And they were like, honestly, that was the best thing you could have done. And like, we're proud of yeah. you. So. 
Go press. Go press. <laughs> it was we scary, liked but it was know. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, honestly, was like transitioning from being so dependent on my parents, not necessarily like financially, but I think just like emotionally, honestly. Like I, like I mentioned, was super close to my family growing up. I picked OU because it was close enough to home to where I could come home on the weekend and it was like an easy drive. And then when I graduated, I lived at home for my first year. So I think for me, the hardest part was like after that first year was up, moving to Dallas, being on my own and like not calling my mom the first thing, you know, first time something like kind of goes wrong, immediately like reaching out to someone, like figuring out how to be on my own financially and like emotionally, I guess, kind of honestly. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, that was really hard. I had a meltdown last week because I hit a, concrete wall with my car i'm so oh, sorry I mean, no, don't get me wrong <laughs> well, i still call my mom crying well, about no, 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 guys, you should see the car i though. wish you could pop up a picture of the <laughs> oh, i'll put it on i'll put it on the instagram you can't, you can't even see what I there did. was nothing but like i, I hit it so hard it's by the grace of god that like nothing happened to my car because i it, everybody in the parking garage looked at me right and i just yeah. drove away i, I didn't like that. yeah You know what is something else they don't tell you about post-grad? You will randomly get adult acne. It is a real thing. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to relay this information to you. We've already talked enough about your 20s kind of suck sometimes. But listen, apostrophe is really coming to save the day. We have all had struggles with our skin. And that is why I'm excited to partner with apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. I have had so many friends use apostrophe before they were even a sponsor on the show. I remember hearing them talk about it, hearing them like post about it on social media, and I was fascinated, okay? You guys are unaware, Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. At Apostrophe, an expert dermatology team will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history. Then snap a few selfies and a board-certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne, and even chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe. The unboxing experience is unlike any other. It is so cute. It comes with a cute little postcard and stickers to personalize my prescription bottle. The best part, I did not even have to go to the pharmacy and wait in line to get the meds. They just showed up at my door. Okay, again, we are all about not leaving our houses here. And we have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash Kinsey when you use our code Kinsey. The code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Kinsey and click begin visit. Then use our code Kinsey at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That is apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash Kinsey. And use that code Kinsey to get your first dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. I think for me, actually, I know for me. So my post-grad experience is different because I was working earlier and I went to a different college. I had already lived on my own and like I moved to LA away. Like that that part wasn't the difficult part. What was hard for me in ways actually similar to Presley, like when I graduated, I had a very, not in the way that I was going to do that career path, but just like having an idea of what your life is going to look like and what you're going to do. And then I got to... I think a lot of things in my life changed within probably around like six months and a lot of horrible things were happening to people around me. And it was just, a, it was literally the worst six months 
probably ever of my entire life. And I finally was like, okay, I don't even like what I'm doing. I don't like what I, I don't like who I'm surrounding myself with. This wasn't you guys. This was before. I was like, I don't like <laughs> where I even see my life going. Like, for, But for some reason, even though I didn't want to do that, it was so difficult for me to let go of this picture of something that I've been working for for so long. And I have a career that's like unbelievably flexible and I'm the boss and I can do whatever I want and for whatever reason. Changing my mind on what I wanted was so difficult for me. And it's crazy that it was difficult for me because like I can just change my mind and do that. Like I didn't have to quit a job and do things that are like harder, but just being okay with my life looking a lot different than I thought it was going to look. And also, by the way, like a thousand times better. Like I had this weird idea that like whatever I wanted at 17 or 20 is what I still needed to want at 24, 25, mm-hmm. 23. Thank God that's not the case. <laughs> I, I would be the most, I would be the most miserable yeah. person ever. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's like, Kinsey, you're very like structured yes. though. You know what I mean? And I, we actually, I was just talking about this with some girls from work the other day. Like it's really hard navigating your early 20s because your whole life, you know exactly what your next step is. Like you go to yeah. elementary school and then you're in middle school and then you go to high school and then you know you're going to college and it's like, when you graduate college, it's the first time in your life when you really don't know, like, what's, what's next. next. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, really scary to figure out. And I think up until that point, like, speaking for myself specifically, but I feel like everyone can relate to this. Like, I will say, like, myself a little bit more extreme. I was so go, go, go for years. And then on top of graduating in a pandemic, but also being like, oh, I'm no longer a student. And I had hired out. So I did have a little bit less of responsibility. And I was at a place because I had started my career at 16 where I was like a little bit more, I was more like established to where it was like, well, the next step would be like married and kids. And it was like so go, go, go. And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm only 23. Not that this is what I wanted, (laughs) but it felt like I needed to like keep doing things to, not that that was what I needed, but it felt like the The next step step. in my life. Yeah. Like, what is it going to be? And that's exactly what the struggle was. You definitely have to get used to just like slowing down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also so hard, like not to compare yourself to where other people are at. Mm -hmm. I also find I have such a love-hate relationship with like LinkedIn because I have notifications (laughs) sent to my phone. And so I'll have like all these notifications of all these people that I graduated with and they're like, just got promoted to my finance accounting thing. And I'm like, oh man, like, (laughs) (laughs) which I'm like so happy for you. But yeah, it's hard not to compare where you're at with other people. Yeah. Especially like at this age. Yeah. And there's also so many people who didn't even start their careers until 35. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I am constantly listening to podcasts and reading books about those people mm-hmm. because it's so calming. Mm-hmm. And it like is like you, there's so much pressure. I think also largely to social media that it feels like you have to have everything figured out and you have to have this like if you're more of an entrepreneur, this like billion dollar company started at 22 and like do all these other things when the reality is that is actually not again that's not the that's the exception not the rule yeah, exactly. yeah. so comparisons like the worst thing ever I mean for me personally and this might be a little like too just it's just me like pulling myself out of that like repressive like almost like depressed four years and trying to find myself again and what getting, did you do to do that I just had to get social again and yeah. start saying yes I became Allie and I started like a yes girl summer where like <laughs> anytime that. we did was anything last summer? yeah so that's when and I. And it's about to be this summer too. <laughs> I did. I never stopped. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still going. That, I'm like, we've had yeah. like three trips in the past couple months. I yeah, so. I have. I have no money, and I'm like, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I always say yes. That's why I literally remember one of our like second or third book clubs that Kinsey hosted on a Tuesday. Like, oh, should we go to Scaling? I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no, for sure. Like, I don't have work tomorrow mm-hmm. at eight a.m. Mm-hmm. We went. Oh yeah, we fully went out yeah. after mm-hmm. book club. Also, <laughs> speaking of trips. 
lots of questions on how to get the girls trip to leave the group chat. <laughs> okay, so I, hard. what does that mean? Like Karen, people what? always talk about wanting to go on trips yeah. and nobody like, ever books it. You know when it. you You're ask your friends like, let's go on a trip, let's go on a trip okay. and everyone like says they want to like, go this yeah. place but then it doesn't like… Then you send the Airbnb so, link and they're like… What are the like TikToks it? where it's like when the group chat leaves the trip? No, it's no. Actually, that was a typo then. It's when the… <laughs> okay. I literally <laughs> haven't seen these for like the last week. I'm like, okay, what so the does meaning, that mean? The meaning is that instead of just talking about the trips, you're you actually go. Yeah. It comes to fruition. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Honestly, not to take credit, but like it largely say, is me. When you have oh, a type yeah. A friend, he yeah. just wants who plans to do it all. So. Like, thank if God someone plans it, I'll go. Like, yeah. I just am not a planner. Like, me I'll either. just like tell me what to do and oh, I'll be there. I will 100% plan it. And then in our other great message, nobody responds to me. Well, except for Tess. Tess is always like, yeah, I'm there. And it's just going to be us too. We just did that. We went on a just us two trip to Napa. But that, honestly, <laughs> us together, Lauren, has been really helpful because I'm like, do you want to do this? And then you say yes, and I know you actually will follow through. And then I know if you follow through, that means other people will follow through and then we'll go. But what we've done is that like, the way that I've made these happen is that I'm already in these cities for work. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, well, what, what, you, yeah. you just come. Why not, guys? And then it, that's oh, I'm, I think I'm just used to that. My mom used to just take me on her work trip. And she's like, okay, well, I'm working eight to five. So I'm like Good 15 luck. wandering around LA. Like, <laughs> yeah. I literally have no idea where I am. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Kinsey's like, yeah, I'm going to New York City. We're like, cool. That would too. be such a fun girls trip. <laughs> yeah, no, fun. every time I actually got, I'm like, do you guys want to go to Austin for Halloween weekend? Literally. I got another offer and I was like, well, maybe we'll do Halloween in Austin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Real. Uh, we. Yeah. I'm like, we. Do you want to share 90 square feet with me? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, watch can the me Presley tell our New York yes, story? Yes, give it a little New York horror story. Uh, yes. So Presley and I, we've all been to New York several times. This was Tessa's first time. Mm-hmm. And Kenzie's like, hey, the hotel we booked this like really cute boutique hotel, which it was. Yes. Very boutique, cute for sure. boutique hotel. <laughs> We're all checking in. It's like 11 o'clock. We're exhausted. We're We've been so traveling tired. all day. <laughs> and we were checking in and, you know, Presley had booked the room. So she's like giving the guy her ID and all that. And the woman's like, we're actually overbooked for the room that you picked. So you have two choices. And I'm like kind of standing behind Presley, you know, <laughs> listening. And she's like, so your first option is a bunk bed. No, no, no. That's not how she said it. A bed on top of a bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. so like, really She's like, precisely. I'm like, okay, great. And then the other option is, I guess it's like, a, she said king, but that was not the case. It so we're like, okay, king. we'll take the king. So we're going up and we walk in and the best way to describe the like room is it felt like you were in a camper in the yeah. king suite of the camper. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Like so, the end yeah, of the yeah. bus. Right. So you've, that got was the, the you've got the room. You've got like a little bit of space, the kind of bathroom to the side. And Presley and I are, are being spoiled brats per usual. And we're like, oh my God, like, how are we going to sleep in here? Like, we can't do this. We're calling every hotel. We're calling Kinsey. We're like, I think we're going to move hotels. <laughs> Kinsey's like, okay, to no, be fair, all of us stayed in a room this size. It yeah, wasn't well, just yeah, <laughs> while they were throwing a fit. We're Kinsey, and I, Kinsey and Lauren are like, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, we fully filmed an MTV Cribs. Yes. It's in the vlog that goes up this week. Yeah. It's like a 20 second. Me and Taryn were tour. like, this is do or die. We have to find tour. another hotel. Yeah. We're calling hotels. It's now midnight. <laughs> we're in the lobby. Everyone's downstairs like fully happy and fine. <laughs> We're like, yeah, we're actually leaving. And we're checking out. And the woman is like, well, did you use your free drink cards? And we're like, yeah. And she's like kind of annoyed by that. Press is like, well, we'll pay for the drink. She's like, no, 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 it's fine. We're walking out. Presley is just on one talking about the situation. And then 
the sweet guy comes out and is like, ma'am, you forgot like your toiletry bag in the room. We're like, oh, oh I was so embarrassed. I, I didn't even see that I'm part. a very easygoing person. It takes a <laughs> no, lot to get me fired up. I think up. I've seen and you mad twice and that yeah, was my first time that. was, that. yeah, I, the lady who worked there, God bless her, but <laughs> she talked to me like, Shh. Yeah, she was not nice to you. <laughs> she was not no. nice. But so it, I was just, oh, I was just mumbling and mumbling. I was so mad. And then, yeah, here so we come. So we hotels. Essentially, the yeah. issue <laughs> though was that because Lauren and I went to our hotel and I was like, I know for a fact I wouldn't have booked the small of a room. And listen, I know I go to New York every other, every month, every other month at this point. I know hotel rooms are small. And like this hotel specifically is a little bit smaller, but the location is so good. Yeah. When you're in that area for the price, if you don't want to spend like thousands and thousands, like that's standard. But we, the problem was that we booked rooms that were bigger. Like we booked a two bed and didn't get that and whatever. And we were thinking that. So anyways, they basically made us pay for way bigger and then didn't give it and that was the yeah. issue and, and then the fact Kinsey went up to the front desk and was like can we have their room <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys that was actually Lauren yeah. we were literally just dying I'm like yeah, I have we'll not slept places. in a bunk bed but I did get that college. look from her because she was like are you guys the ones that just checked out and I was like no those were our friends but I will <laughs> take care oh no we don't know them, <laughs> don't know them. I was like I heard they have a king if, you, if they have a king can we take that one no we just <laughs> overheard it in the lobby I swear to god we don't know them <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. Bye. Yeah, we did not move rooms. Did I hear bunk beds? <laughs> no, the thing like, about it, it is if someone would have told Tess that, she would have been so excited. I I wouldn't have been as disgusted <laughs> as y'all were. When it, was, it was funny that she's like, so it's a bed on top of a bed. <laughs> she's trying to roll like, s- yeah, sell it to so, us. So bunk beds? <laughs> And y'all were like, ew, no. And I'm like, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> You're like well, sliding your car. <laughs> I was like, call me. Yeah, I ended up having to sleep at a bunk bed, guys, in my work retreat three days later. So I was taught by karma. Bunk bed out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Just like there is Christmas in July, there is also Black Friday in July, okay? Is that puffer jacket you snagged during Black Friday last year cute, but not exactly keeping you cool this summer? Luckily, Macy's is bringing Black Friday to July, too. They've got the very best deals on summer essentials like swimsuits, cover-ups, and totes to get you head-to-toe ready for the beach. Barely their makeup essentials, barbecue musts like patio furniture and grills, and so much more. Recently, I have decided that I'm going to become a grill master this summer. That is what I'm going to devote July and I will say mainly August and probably September too because September is still summer basically in Texas and I will be shopping this place because let's be honest I'm not really quite there yet so I need to get things on sale so it's not as much of a commitment okay so head over to macy's.com from July 6th to July 11th to score great deals during Black Friday in July and get 25% off when you use your macy's card or promo code july and don't forget to head over to macy's.com every day for their daily deals Wednesday to Monday. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about dating post-grad. Not that I do it, but like… <laughs> <laughs> not me personally. But. Yeah, not me personally. You and like, how are people meeting? Are we meeting people at the bars? No, work, I've tried it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm 0 for 3. Wait, <laughs> do you want to tell your, your hinge story? What did we call him? Letter boy? Mailman. No, mailman. 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 That's what Good. it was. Yeah. I mean, that was a hinge boy. Mm-hmm. And that was my last hinge boy for probably the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would hope so. Good to last a lifetime. I mean, yeah. he, it started off great. Like flowers all the time. So nice. Paid for everything. Do you think he was lip bombing you now oh, looking back on this? Yeah. But I'm going to fall for it. 
every single time. <laughs> and, and by the way, me too. Out of time look at my dating all. history. Absolutely. I, yeah. Love maybe. bombing makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you want my attention, tell me you love me in the first week. I'm yeah. like, I get it. Or else you're just a waste of time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <But> Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like opposite. I'm like, tell me you hate me. Tell me you I want know. nothing to do with me. And I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're good to go. Yeah, I, I don't and think a guy has even said the words, I like you in the first like four months. <laughs> Okay. Uh, to be fair, the things you say to them, though. Other issue. Go on with yeah, mailman. Lauren. Please go back, mailman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, what? Six weeks in, I had already tried to break up with them once, which you had already ended things. Breakup is harsh because you were never in a relationship. Important to well, know, you guys. No, when you're love bombed, I felt like we were together for like three years. So did he? That's a good clearly, way to clearly. It. So I finally decided to end it because I was just like, you know what? I'm not into him. It's fine. It's Mm -hmm. normal. We had an hour-long conversation. Keep in mind, we had this hour-long conversation while I was at the hospital with my cousin. Yeah. Getting her gallbladder emergency removed. (laughs) And he's like, I just don't understand. I'm like, dude, I met you like a month ago. Actually, Like, this is really not that crazy. And I I told you from the beginning, I didn't really like you. I don't even know why you're still here. (laughs) Like, multiple times. This man should not have been around. No, 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 no. And then my first mistake was telling him if he felt like he didn't have anybody to talk to about this, like, maybe you should try therapy. Which I meant sincerely. And everybody should go to therapy. <laughs> and by the way, I was fully a part of this conversation, it feels like. And it, it wasn't like. in a condescending thing. And he was saying a ton of other stuff that would then… though It sounds, when you say it like that, way worse on your end. But it really wasn't. Oh, yeah. He was trying to poke all your buttons. <laughs> no, no, no. He we was literally like, like betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. Yeah. <laughs> I, did not, I did not say that. We but thought it though. He was getting aggressive about me setting boundaries and being like, dude, like, yes. I, I ended it. Like… I already talked through things with you. I already gave you closure. And you're still reaching out every single day to talk to me about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done with this conversation. Please reach out to somebody else. And he's like, but there's nobody else. Like, I can't make up words for you. Like, oh, I need to hear them from you. I'm like, we've had this conversation 10 times over at this point. Like, if you feel like there's nobody you can talk to, like, find a therapist. Yeah. So it was not condescending. But that was my first mistake. My second mistake was saying, <laughs> if you need to get your feelings out, write a letter. And guess what he did? <laughs> Yeah. But and also I a letter to like rip up, not send. No, like it, no, no, no. That was no. not what she meant. No. Yeah. So the next day I'm going to bed and I never, I probably shouldn't say this. I rarely check my cameras. At uh, this time? No longer, by the way. Yeah. 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 So I just decide. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to check it out. And who do I see walking up <laughs> my driveway to take something he to my delivered it himself? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> first time I broke up with him was before Valentine's Day. So he had his roommate's girlfriend drop off flowers at my doorstep. So. With no name. So we didn't know who it was no, for No, so bit. I'm texting every ex I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> was this you? Was it you? Is it actually you? kind of a good move. I was about to say, that's a great pickup line. Valentine's Day. Test, you would flowers? think that. It did work. but it, Yeah, it did work. So I got a typed out single space, eight point font, <laughs> three page long letter slamming me. With? Oh, in my broken earring. And, nope. and, and we're missing the oh, best part. a hand signature. Yes. So I need With you guys heart, to picture. An <laughs> yes, I, I need you to picture a three page letter, eight point font, completely gaslighting Lauren, saying the meanest things ever. But also was so heartbroken and sad. Yeah, but like, it was basically like, hey, I fucking hate you, bitch. But if you want me back, let me know. Like, yeah. that was basically yeah. what I mean. To sum it up, that's exactly what it was. You're the most selfish oh shit. Like, it was actually, I've never seen gaslighting like that in my life. And what's even crazier is that if you text me after 9 p.m., like, when's the last time I replied after 9 p.m.? Like, I don't respond. I put my phone down. I, I'm on reading. I'm, you know, on my Kindle. So for whatever reason, I like checked my phone that night and Lord, I had like three missed calls from Lauren, all these texts. And I was like, what is going on? So I called her back and then we're going through it. I mean, we obviously, oh, and then 
I do want to give a little shout out to one thing he did say because it's really come full circle here. <laughs> he did say, he gave a, about four things that you're going to do with it. Like there's four ways you're going to respond. Yeah, the yeah. last one being, it's going to become a meme within your friend group. Yep. So I, will say that. That. I think right. the whole letter was him trying to get a response for me. Because yeah. it was did you meanest? end up responding or no? No, I blocked him. Oh, good. So As did you, you say like, got your letter, like you're no. crazy or did you just not say no, anything? No, I didn't say anything. But he had, it was like so creepy because he had stuff that we don't know how he got from her. Yeah. So he took my broken earring. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep with an eye mask at night and he was like, I'm staring at the eye mask that I got to keep from your house. That I'm like, hold so on, creepy. I didn't give you shit. Also, those are real stuff. What silk. did he say? He yeah. gave it back. <laughs> yeah. You gave it. me my broken earring, but can I have my <laughs> eye mask back? Right. But he didn't keep anything because she didn't, he didn't <laughs> have it. He stole it from her. <laughs> Literally insane. I don't understand. It's yeah. so romantic. Also, but you know what? That's the most hot. romantic part. <laughs> That's hard. And I didn't even have to ask for this. The PTO for my half birthday. <laughs> like that she didn't how? even know when that was, by the way. And your half birthday was on a Sunday, so I don't know what. <laughs> Not to mention, it's, like, it's okay. I took Friday off, Monday off, maybe Tuesday. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want, you want we're and go. need. And mm-hmm. then blamed her for that, and told yeah, her yeah. she doesn't deserve someone to treat her well. Wait, so did y'all hang out on your half birthday? No, my half birthday was like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. this was well before. That so he already had put in his PTO in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a half birthday, she like knew nothing about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I really wanted to then make half birthday plans, and nobody yeah. wanted to go to Rainforest Cafe with me. But well, honestly, <laughs> Tessa's real birthday kind of got in the way. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's a darn. Shame. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> selfish. Yeah. Which is what I've been called in that letter several times. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like the very short story about mailman, and it was. The meanest, worst, scariest. I mean, we stayed out of Dallas. We didn't go to the same bars for a bit. Like we were, like we laughed at it. He showed up at the bar. He showed up at the places. Like it was actually really creepy and scary. He didn't even know what high fives was before we started talking. Wait, how old is he? He's our age. And he didn't know what high fives was. That's a red flag. That's what I said. That is literally what I said. Are you kidding? High fives is one of our favorite bars, by the way. Yeah, that is really bad. Yeah, so we we kind of held off on the bars for a little bit. I was like laughing and crying when I got it. Yeah, well, the first time we thought it was funny, and then we literally went to the lake that weekend, and we did. Yeah, it. and yeah, then I scary. called you, and I was like, "Hey, um, stayed at my house. I'm it was scary. Stay at your house. Yeah, I don't care where I sleep. Honestly, it was very scary. So, anyways, that is Lauren's experience with Hinge. Every time I'm like, new guy, new opportunity. <laughs> oh, each you t- just shows me a different way. You treat a guy. it real. What? It's like my hot or not app now. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, you gotta weed through them, and then finally, I find one, and I'm like. This one's normal and like we have a great time. We have great banta, if you will. But banta. <laughs> that have that is literally like we impressively said that we want to nibble on something. Yes. Right. So you teach us to nibble. Uh, yeah, actually. Love to nibble. Yeah. You never well, said that a day I, in your life, but yeah, okay. Sometimes words just like, I don't know. But My, that's I mean, that's how you describe it is like when you can just go back and forth yeah. with someone and it's like, I'm so talkative and outgoing. I need someone else of my equal. Because yeah, I can't talk to a wall. Oh, no, not a chance. But they got to come close. So it's like when we go back and forth, I'm like, this is fun. Like, I'm having a good time. And then they start <laughs> doing Getting some weird. shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Another one gets I know. I was like. <laughs> I will say yeah. now, every time I see like a pilot, I'm like, mm, that could be really fun. Because you get to travel everywhere. Yeah. And well, like, yeah, he can fly me bit. in a plane. But, okay. Like top gun pilot or like. Southwest pilot. Well, if it's like a Top Gun pilot, I'm not getting in that plane. But so it wait, wouldn't help like her. Like Southwest? No, Southwest. no, Just like well, the ones that fly like little like small, small planes. Oh, you oh. want like a… like a, She wants like, like a safe pilot. Oh, no. Yeah. She doesn't oh, want no, an Oh, no, baby. I want a fighter jet pilot. <laughs> I guess he could get you to Austin like really fast. 
I think that this came from TikTok. Here's why this. I'm sorry. That's why that popped out of my head. But I saw some girl and she's like, yeah, I have the, my own plane and like whatever. And so I just have my favorite restaurant is in Austin. So I'll just go to Austin for lunch and then I'll just come back to Dallas and oh, have dinner. Cool. with. And I was like, holy shit. That would be I nice. want that so bad. Yeah, that would be nice. I've never thought that I want that. Like, just get on, like, Jet Suite X or whatever and do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, never yeah. heard of that before. What is Jet Suite X? Guys, it's, like, basically a small, like, quote, private plane that's, like, 150 on the way. Like, one way to Austin. $150? Yeah, which is, which no, is inexpensive so for a cheap. flight is what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Lately, the summertime blues have been hitting me. I have dealt with this my entire life. For whatever reason, the summertime hits, the heat hits, and I'm just in a funk. I have really been trying to take care of my mind and get a little bit proactive. So some things I've been doing. I've been journaling. Okay. I've been reading. Of course, I've been going on nice walks, which I think is like so helpful. The most helpful, though, I will say has been therapy. And that is why I am so grateful that we have BetterHelp as a sponsor on this podcast. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That is how our brains work, guys. So why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects every aspect of our life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps. And there is also BetterHelp Online Therapy. I go to therapy every single Thursday. I have told you guys this many, many times. I have been in and out of it since I was quite literally in elementary school. And it has been the best thing for me mentally. I just feel so much better when I'm consistently going. If you guys are unaware, BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's also much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I feel like everyone who listens to this show is a friend of mine and I am constantly nicely telling my friends that they should go to therapy because it's the greatest thing ever. I feel like sometimes like traditional talk therapy can be a little bit overwhelming to people. And I love what BetterHelp does by making it a lot more affordable and then also making it more accessible by doing it online and then also being able to just do it over the phone. So you literally like don't even have to see anyone if you don't want to. They are really helping you guys out. So our listeners, my friends, get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. That is better, H-E-L-P.com slash Kenzie. <laughs> Let's talk about making friends. <laughs> making friends. Making friendship. Let's talk about making friends. As I'm with 20s. everyone who I've been friends with. Since okay, but also, this is the thing. I feel like on one, one side of the coin, I have great advice for this. But my advice… One, it's that like everyone reconnected post-grad. It's not yeah. like besides you two, like in recent years, it's… Not like everyone was like attached at the hip throughout. Everyone mm -hmm. got close again post-grad. So I do feel like we kind of cheated the system because yeah. obviously we like grew up together. Mm -hmm. But everyone got close post-grad. It's not like we were like a cult that like didn't We separate. also have friends outside of our I think I can honestly yes. speak pretty well to this. Yes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yes, you can. So I feel like the key to like friendships is… Like, kind of to Presley's point, right? Like, we're talking about Arkansas. It's like, it's it's the 13th grade of like, I think we were really fortunate to grow up in a town where we pretty much went to school with everyone since kindergarten. Like, you know everyone very well. But I think that's like a blessing and a curse in the sense of I think a lot of people get too comfortable. Yes. You go to college, you're with this whole group of people that you already know. So it's like, why would I branch out and make new friends? 
But I don't, I think it's important not to lose the people that you grew up with. Like, so for me, obviously stayed really close to Ashlyn, who I went to high school with throughout college, post-college, all that. But like, I think it's the idea of like, you don't necessarily, like for me and Kenzie, like we didn't talk for like three, four years, like not in a bad way, but it's like, I always knew when she came back, like, oh, we picked up right where you left off. Yeah. It's like never ending a phase of life on bad terms, I guess you could say. So then it's easier to like pick back up to or carry through if you're visiting someone you haven't seen in a few years. And it's like, oh my God, we went to high school together, but I'm still like cool with her. Mm-hmm. And now it's like being out of college, like focusing on like maintaining my college friendships. But now I have these friendships with the girls that I met through work. And like now I'm hanging out with high school friends again because we're all in Dallas. Like I think making time for everyone, but not over focusing on one group I guess if that makes yeah. sense sure. no I think yeah. that's really important yeah and also I think holding on to things with an open hand is something I say all the time especially friends because if you think about it like if you like like physically if you're like holding something tightly you're suffocating it and it doesn't work so it's like there have been times most of my like closest friends in my life I've been friends with for years at this point like not always consistently not that there were ever falling out it's like you switch schools I moved across the country like senior year so it's like I left for five years but there were not like again it wasn't like anything bad ever happened it's just you grow apart at different times and then you come back together at different times in your life so even in your 20s like when people are complaining about like their friends getting a boyfriend or their life's changing I'm like all of our lives are going to change at some point yeah friendships are going to look different in order to keep and maintain friendships you have to hold it with an open hand and like give people room and space to breathe. Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to like keep a good friendship. But as far as making friends too, like you actually have to make an effort and put yourself out there. The amount of times people complain. I've said this so many times on the podcast. Like to have a friend, you have to be a friend, which is like a cliche. But you can't sit there and complain about not having friends and not go out and like make an effort to have friends. And that's the hardest part is trying to set up a time with somebody. It has to be like so comfortable yeah you, it can't like I don't know it just feels weird to be like it almost feels like a date it yeah. almost has to be like a part-time job but I think because when I moved to LA and it was just so normal for all of us on like social media to just be like hey like we don't even know each other but, like want to get lunch mm-hmm. because that's what you had to do to me that's not weird because that's like what it was so I don't like to, I don't know why it's like a weird city you know yeah, yeah but, like yeah. it's not weird to me no, I think that just like going to an event like for the first time yeah. is like a lot easier than like sitting down at the table and being like, so where'd you go to school? Like it's that's yeah. not comfortable. But also I think it's great when like all of us have our own friends, but like we invite groups you to mesh. Yeah, because yes. like I know in high school and middle school, it's always like that was this group of 10 people it was this group of 10 people. And like when they meshed, it was like, oh, like that's not OK or like very weird. But like now it's kind of like. You want all of your friends to be friends with yeah. each other. Yeah. You don't want mm-hmm. to have like it's this not group. A competition. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you want your friends to be friends with your other friends and like get to know each other and be cool. And then like that's definitely how you meet people. It's the weird. Yeah. They don't yeah. like each other. Yeah. And oh, honestly, yeah. you just yeah. when you're an adult, you just don't have as much time. Yeah. But I think I will say the way I've made the most friends in my 20s, I like nine times out of 10, if it's not someone I knew before I turned 20, it is through a mutual friend. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So I think you just have to be open. It's like you already trust your friends. So it's like, okay, if you're friends with them, then I can trust you. Yeah, they're like vetting. Because yeah, you'll meet a girl and she's like, Yeah, I don't have any girlfriends. And you're like, Red (laughs) flag. Fun, girly. (laughs) All my friends are girls. Yeah. That's really weird. Actually, boys suck. (laughs) Okay, someone asked a question too. I wrote this one down. Okay. 
friendship breakups in your 20s, how to know when to kick a friend versus cut them off. But so how to know when to end a friendship? I think when you start feeling anxious and it starts not making you feel good, like when you feel bad and anxious about hanging out with them, don't hang out with them. Yeah. Like I understand it's hard because you've been friends maybe for so long or like you have some connection to them, but it's like you want to surround your friend, yourself with people that make you feel great, that make you feel happy, that like boost you up, not make you feel shitty about yourself. And it's like, once you start feeling that way about somebody, like you can cut them out of your life. Like, yes, it sucks. And there's going to be a grieving period. And like, you're going to miss them when you see it. But it's like, at the end of the day, you just got to look out for yourself and your well-being and your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that like, after college like now that we're all working like I appreciate my Fridays and my Saturday nights so Mm -hmm. much and like I cherish like the people who I get to spend it with so it's like I don't want to waste like my my one night out being with someone who's like bringing me down or bringing like drama to the group it's like I am at the point in my life where like I'm okay with being like hey like this isn't really working out like my friends love me they support me and like that's the people I want to surround myself with and there's nothing wrong with taking a break from a friendship or if it's just not the right fit for the both of you guys like there's nothing wrong with that I do think it is also important to hold yourselves up to like higher standards like feel comfortable coming to your friend and being like hey is something going on right now because you're acting a little off and you're making me anxious and like as soon as your opinion doesn't matter to them anymore and as long as you're coming to them in a positive like I want to help you yeah yeah Yeah. and And they want to work on it too yeah like if it's like you're making me feel this way and they are just very dismissive it's like then what am I doing yeah then there's no point I think it's too like my biggest thing with like any whether it's like a boy or girl or whoever like actions always speak louder than words so like I'm a big believer in like second chances even third chances but like if you're not actively doing things to show me that you're changing it's like why would you waste your time Mm -hmm. you know continue to put effort into someone that's not willing to like fix anything also, who you surround yourself with is literally the most important thing that you'll do in your life because it affects every aspect of it so it's okay to want to only surround yourself with people that like are adding to your life. Obviously, you it's like a mutual thing. Yeah. But that's okay. I think out of all of us, I'm the absolute worst at this. <laughs> like I am so bad because I I don't mind change in my life, but I don't like change when it comes to friendships in certain in certain relationships. Like it's weird because I'm like, I'll I definitely give people space and I'm like open it, like keep an open eye on like things like that. But when it comes to like actually, I think it's when like I know I need to leave a friendship. That's the issue. It's not when someone else is like having a life change. So it's very difficult to me because I'll want to like hold on to something, keep it how it was. Or I really just feel like a sense of responsibility. And I'm also the person who like wants to take everyone with me wherever I am. Like if I get to do something cool, you to do something cool. If we're doing this, we're doing it together. Like I'm very like mob mentality at this point. So it's hard for me to let go of friendships. And I think that's been a really difficult thing in my 20s because even with, I mean, honestly, like my life in LA and college friends and just even moving back to Dallas, like it's not like there's been a ton, but I think I just take friendship breakups so personally. Like I, they dig deep. So anyways, it's a lot easier once you make healthy decisions and not based (laughs) off of emotion because I think I've stayed in friendships because I felt like emotionally tied and like I had the responsibility of being there for them Mm -hmm. or stayed in friendships because this is actually a big one because it's like, well, they were always there for me like during the hard times. But then I look back on it and I'm like, 
that's actually a really, that can be a really unhealthy sign because if they're always there for you during the bad times and really not there during, during the good times, times, it's either like trauma bonding or like they're just drawn to the negative yeah. and it's not a healthy friendship. So that's been a really hard lesson for me to learn that I feel like I'm still learning. Do we have conversations when we have friend breakups or are we just ghosting friends? I think conversations. Uh, I don't know if you're I've a bigger person than I am. Breakup. I have just like kind of taken a step back slowly but I think surely. I let it phase out yeah. like yeah. ride the wave out yeah. that's, kind of that's it's like I'll goes. try yeah. like I'll give it an effort I'll give it like a good try for a few times yeah. and then it's like okay that that was the final straw where it's like this is wasting so much of my energy yeah. putting it into this yeah. friendship that's going nowhere like it's just I mean Kenzie knows this my like famous line with her is like people that live in chaos like yeah. oh if yeah. you don't want to get out of it like I just can't I do it. You can't live in chaos constantly. Like if you thrive off chaos, that's a that's red a, flag. Yeah, major. Red My flag. mom's yeah. famous quote is: "If you're going to complain about something and you're not going to do anything about yeah. it, you lost your bitching rights." Yeah, oh. yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's love good. That. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think the issue though with it naturally fading out is like I had a friendship naturally fade out in college. I mean, she was talking shit behind my back, but like I had a friend of naturally <laughs> fade out in college. Naturally, but she talked about everyone, so it really wasn't personal. It's like really not about me. But the issue now is that like I it's been two years and I still hear things. And granted, they haven't they're in the same circle. They haven't left this bubble. Like it makes sense because it's still a big deal to them, I guess. But I still hear things. And I'm like, I actually now wish I would have had a conversation because part of me is like, maybe that would have stopped it. But actually, I think if someone's going to do that, they're going to do that. So I don't know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't have an opinion. I was just genuinely curious. Honestly, guys, follow Tess's TikTok. That showbiz (laughs) babe. It's tagged in most of my TikToks. It'll be good. Okay, actually, we did get a question. Oh, no, like, what Kardashian which, are we? Oh, okay. Presley's Kindle because she's like low-key. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I want to say Kylie. Tess has I opinions. Like Kyle. Yeah. Kylie. Kylie. Okay, Kylie. I like that. Yeah. Kim, you're sorry. Um, that's not you apologizing. You're, you're <laughs> Chloe as hell. I love it. I'll take that. Yeah. I think I'm like Kim you're and funny Chris. as hell, but like yeah. you don't Kenzie's take Chris. Kim yeah. and Chris. No, yeah, there's I'm Kim and Chris. Because oh. I like want all of you yeah. to like, TikTok Chris. stars. Kim That's and yeah. Chris together. But I'm Kim because it's like still. Kenzie's yes. the momager for all of us. I, I, like, yes. What can we do yeah. to I get you there? She sends me TikTok like, ideas like all the time. Yeah. She's like, why don't you do this for your TikTok? Why don't yeah. you do this? For I'll send it on chat. She's like, put it on TikTok. I'm like, did you say this? Yeah. Yeah, what is what are, who's what are you? It's not Disick. What? Oh my god! No, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, He's literally. Not even a Kardashian in, in podcast. Not- <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You can see all of us in my YouTube vlogs from New York. Follow us on TikTok, on Instagram. Thank you guys for coming. Woo! So much fun, we love you guys. Yes, and yeah, I love yeah. you guys. We're the best, best friends ever. You were practicing with us? Really good, guys. (laughs) I was really just taking it back there. Thank you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you guys want to hear more. If you want, just let me know what you guys want. I also want to do more solo episodes. So DM me what you want to hear. I actually want to do an entire solo episode of like dumb things that I've done and mistakes that I've made so that you don't have to make them. You know, I think that that would be beneficial. Again, don't forget to check out the Breadwinning Housewife Summer Collection. This week, very important, 100% of my profits will be donated to Fun Texas Choice. Anyways, I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next Thursday.